I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love Krabby. As a child who grew up in the south of England, I whiled away many a summer catching crabs in Cornwall. When I was young, I was deathly afraid of spiders, but crabs held this special middle ground where they were a little spider-like and unpleasant, but also fascinating and cool at the same time. What is a crabby? Well, it's a crab. The Pokedex just has generic crab facts like Its pincers are not only powerful weapons, but they are used for balance when walking sideways. And the Japanese name for this Pokemon is literally just Crab. As Jonathan Cromie, composer for this show, said Crabby, for people who thought Seal was too imaginative. I can't really argue. Other than its large size, there isn't much to differentiate Krabby from a real-life crab. Even that doesn't impress much if one compares it to the giant deep-sea spider crabs I saw in Osaka Aquarium, or the giant articulated crabs which adorn the outside of many seafood restaurants in Japan. I know a lot of people give Pokemon who are based off of animals a hard time, but I actually enjoy those ones a lot. Because even though like they're not super original, I like how the fact that they remind me of actual creatures out in the world more so than some of the other ones. Better than, like, inanimate object Pokemon? Yes, definitely better than those. Every time I think about a crab, I remember this incident when I was a kid. Me and my family were out fishing in the bay. We were out fishing in Puget Sound, and my sister caught a crab on a fishing pole. And we were so young, it just made her cry. But every time I think about crabs, I think about that. For me, the most memorable thing about Krabby is the last line of a joke. In Pokemon the Movie 2000, there's a dinner party scene in which we can hear a character finish telling a joke with the punchline, No, but I have Krabby! I can't for the life of me imagine a start to that joke. Certainly not one which doesn't involve sexually transmitted illness in some way. If any listeners have ideas, please do get in touch. Answers on a postcard, please. Krabby evolves into Kingler. It goes from a big crab, to a crab which is slightly bigger in most places, but much bigger in one particular place. Kingler has a big old claw. I think in my initial playthrough of the first generation games, I mistook Kingler's big claw for some perspective trickery. But no, Klinger really does have one massive claw. The Pokedex entries talk about the claw's devastating power, and Kingler appropriately had some potential one-hit KO moves which kind of served as its defining factor. At this point though, that just doesn't feel like enough to make a pocket monster stand out. At the very least, Kingler's claw has some comedy value. Pokedex entries say things like, It can hardly lift its massive overgrown pincer. The pincer's size makes it difficult to aim properly. Its oversized claw is very powerful, but when it's not in battle, the claw just gets in the way. As the series has gone on, we have seen some more interesting crabs. For now, all we can do is laugh at Kingler and its big dumb hand. Music for Luplos Pokemon was composed by Jonathan Cromie. 
Artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. If you're enjoying Luke Loves Pokemon, please do give it a rating and review on iTunes and tell your Pokemon-loving friends. If you have anything to say about the next Pokemon we'll be covering, Voltorb and Execute, which now that I think about it I probably should have done a couple of weeks earlier and called the Easter Special, get in touch! We're on Twitter and Facebook at LukeLovesPKMN, or you can email the show at LukeLovesPKMN at gmail.com. I love Krabby. And remember, I love you too.